What's up, DC collectors? Uh, Before we begin the show, this is your host, Benjamin David, reminding you that uh, perfect timing for the return of DC Collecticast. First of all, welcome back. Um, But perfect timing once again because it is New York Toy Fair 2019. Uh, All weekend, we will be covering, uh, I say we because C506.net, the prestigious Latin American geek site uh, that I write for, uh, I and they are going to be covering New York Toy Fair. So you're going to hear live coverage here on DC Collecticast, uh, a little bit on Above and Batman Beyond, our network's other show. And yeah, all over the network here at comicbookintl.com. Coverage of New York Toy Fair 2019. And you can already check out a post that I've written uh, for the DC Collectibles Toy Fair reveals. They've already revealed their stuff out of Toy Fair. Um, so... You're going to hear interviews live from New York Toy Fair from uh, Jim Fletcher. This is the creative director of... He's not, he doesn't always show up either from, all the way from L.A. This is the creative uh, director of DC Collectibles. And then we also have uh, some people from Funko. So live interviews from Funko, DC. I'm hoping to get into the Diamond Select and some other booths. And then after Toy Fair, uh, email interviews with Summer from NECA. So a bunch of stuff coming out of New York Toy Fair 2019. And welcome back, guys, to DC Collecticast. Welcome to DC Collecticast, talking action figures and collectibles from the DC universe. My name is Benjamin David. You guys might know me from the Above and Batman Beyond podcast. Uh, I am your host here at DC Collecticast. This is the uh, first ep back after a bit of a hiatus uh i'm gonna be your only host for a bit but who knows uh where the show will go from here but welcome back uh hope you guys had a good holiday and everything collectibles uh we did really miss you during the i I really want to do a collectibles holiday uh show but next year we'll do it but anyway we're here and now and we have with us uh tim jack from at batman forever diecast i guess technically it's at batman underscore forever underscore diecast on instagram uh i am not a batmobile or sorry i should i'm not a car guy myself but for some reason the batmobile man i've always been obsessed and we have a collector with us today a unique collector who focuses just on the mobile of the bat so welcome tim Thank you for having me, Ben. I appreciate that. Uh, and from Tennessee, you said you hail, correct? Yes, yes. Actually, Tennessee near uh, MTSU, which is, of course, Middleton Estate. So that is where uh, I reside. And how long have you been a Batman Forever diecaster? Oh, wow. So I started the Instagram site um, back in 2000 and. 17 so it's been up for about two years um but i have always been a collector of batmobiles uh, since i was a little kid really oh talk about that yeah so i I think the pinnacle point was when batman first came out with michael keaton um i thought that was a cool car so 1989 yeah i had to have it i was what uh i was that was what was i 14 15 years old back then and so there was a toy line uh named earl now still 
they still produce farm diecast vehicles. But there was a toy line Ertle, and they had these Batmobiles, and I just had to have it. And that was the first car that I've ever gotten out of of my collection, which I still have, by the by the way. Oh man, you still have it? Oh oh yeah yeah, and I, I, I've bought multiple different types of cars um so i have literally what what i don't sell my collection what i buy or collect i keep so that car is 30 years old now that's right and that's how long i've been collecting batmobiles that's right oh man of course you know it's telling my age but yeah (laughs) (laughs) and I've been doing that for a, a quite a while. Um, even got recognized by the Diecast Hall of Fame back in 2017, which they had a. I was a nominee of literally hundreds. I made the nominee list of five. To uh, basically, they get they get giving me a plaque for collecting these this sort of genre. Really. Yeah, so I'm I'm proud of I'm proud of that. So I'm actually in their books. You should be. Wow. Yeah, of the class of 2017. Yes. Speaking of which, we're uh, do you know about the Bowling Green State University? There's a big Batman 80th pop culture event that they're doing in Ohio. Yeah, you know, there's going to be a lot since this this year is Batman's 80th. Look for a lot of different things that pop up um, throughout the country. It's just, it's, it's a big time for Batman right now. Um, even in, in the comic industry, I think uh, issue number 1000 comes out of Detective Comics. So that's going to be a big deal as well. So there's a lot of things going on right now in the Batman world. You should go to that, especially because you're closer even, right? Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm about, what, a couple of hours away. So yeah, I can I can make that journey. I'll be there with my uh, co-host, and we're also meeting up with Saturday Morning Batman on Instagram. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah, good. yeah. So I mean, been doing this for a while. My collection spans from I have I literally have every Hot Wheel mainline they've ever made for Batmobiles. What? Every single one, even the even the ones of the recolors. Yes. So. Anything Batmobile, Hot Wheel, you have it. Hot Wheels, Jada, which is another toy brand. Corgi, which was back in the 60s. Um, I, ha- I have the, the Corgis from the 2000s. Uh, yes, I have every mainline 164th scale they've ever made. <laughs> and I also collect different scales from 150th to 143rd. Uh, to one, I, I have one eighty-seven, which is the smallest one they ever made by Hot Wheels, and I have that in my glass glass case. How many Batmobiles do you have? I have. If you don't count my duplicates, I, if you want to just count each one, six hundred. <laughs> now my duplicates. Oh, you're looking at about two two thousand. Do you go outside Hot Wheels? Oh yes, yeah. I I I, I collect. If it's die cast, I'm going to get it. So uh, I don't necessarily collect the actual plastic toys like I used to, but if it's a die cast Batmobile, then, then I'll, it'll be my collection. Uh, oh, you have the, uh, 
<laughs> you have the thing from Batman, or sorry, uh, Dark Knight Rises, the flying lobster thing. Yeah, right. I hate that. I hate that thing, but my dad got it for me for a stocking stuffer as a joke. <laughs> right. I don't even display it. Like, it's not even... <laughs> I don't even display it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I do have I do have the conventional pieces. I, I have I had got the Mellowways from last year's um, um, K Day from last year. I went there for that car and I got two. So yeah, I'm a diehard. Do you have <clears throat> Do you have the some quick bragging collector rights here? Uh, the 2017. New York Comic Con exclusive. It's like the Japanese bright blue '66 Batmobile from Funko. I, I do not because uh. be, because only only because it's it's not really a diecast. Oh, okay. That's why. Yeah, it's more of a like I if it's if it's diecast. Oh yeah, chances are I'm gonna have it. Wait, so it's so it's a metal toy you're saying, but it's not diecast. Right. So. I collect the die-cast metal. If you look at a basic Hot Wheel, you either have a metal base or a, a metal top. So it's either or. Uh, on the Funkos or the toy lines, it's mostly a hard molded plastic throughout. Hmm. What I collect, basically, is just your, your basic die-cast uh, Batmobiles. Huh. Mm-hmm. Just a little... A little, a little history there. No, that's good to know. I did. I love learning stuff. A, a, a lot of folks think that, oh man, you know, it's just a, a car. But if you look at it, it it's going to have one or two things: either a metal base or a, a metal, a metal metal top. Which mm. is, you know, so, yeah. And of course, I have like right now. It's funny. It's, it's you want to hear a funny, a cool story. I was. That's why we're here. I was trolling trolling eBay as I w- always do to find rare bats that I need in my collection or people just just don't really know what they have. Well, I found this piece that was basically made in 89 is by Ertl, but it has said that said special edition sticker on it. It had a special edition on the car. Well, comes to, come to find out that piece was given to Ertl employees at the time, and they only made fifteen hundred of it. Well, I got it for ten bucks. What? That piece is worth about anywhere between five to a thousand dollars. Damn. Yeah, yeah, and I have it in my in my in my case. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, I will buy that right now. Do you have pics of your display here? Of course. I'm looking at your Instagram right now on my computer. Yeah, if you scroll down, you'll see um, a picture of my display case. But uh, I'll send you. I need to. I need to send you a current one because I got some stuff in there. And it's just and, and that piece is actually there. If you look at it, you'll find, you'll see it. It'll say special edition by Ertl, 1989. Yeah, it, it's on my page. You got some Kenner figs. Oh, dude, you have the bat cycle, the Kenner bat cycle. I had this, and then I sold it. I got to get it again. Oh, yeah, 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 I do. <laughs> I've got Ken. I have all of, I have all of Kenner's um, die cast, even the little, little figures. Wow, they dropped that in 92, right, with the show. 
Yeah. I know. I remember because that was my first year in college. So, yeah, I remember. (laughs) Damn, dude. Yeah. So many cool toys on here. Yeah. I mean, I have, I mean, that's, you know, I I just, you know, I'm really almost through with, I'm only missing out of the 150th scale, which was, which was back 2010. I'm missing a variant Batman animated series with the bullet holes, which that's that's around hundred something dollars if you can find it on eBay. And that's the only one I'm missing out of that, uh, out of that, uh, that that. So you have everything else in that line, you're saying? Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Uh, please please send me a pic of that. Yeah, I do. I have every yeah. I even have the uh, Bat Blade, which is a rare piece from Batman and Robin with George Clooney and. Alicia Silverstone, when she drove her bike, I had that piece, which is basically worth between 100 to 200 bucks, depending on who you buy it from. I have the Penguin Mobile as well, from when <laughs> Penguin basically hijacked the Batmobile and turned it into his own car. Yes. With, with the umbrella, I have that piece. <laughs> yeah. Wait, from Returns or from the show? No, from 1966. Oh, wow. So they did that three times then with three different penguins because there's the episode of the animated series, The Mechanic. That's right. So so Penguin does it then. He does it in, doesn't he also do it in Returns? Doesn't he take over the Batmobile? Well, he took it over, but but this piece was when... <laughs> he does it again in the 66. <laughs> in the Adam West run, he basically stole it and then he put the his little penguin... Uh, symbol on the door with <laughs> with an umbrella up top and an umbrella gun on the hood. Yeah, it's called the Penguin Mobile. That's right. It's pretty cool. Wow. Also on my page as well. That's where it all started. Yeah. How do you like that episode of The Mechanic? Oh, awesome. It's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Some people don't like it. And, like, I, I don't necessarily love what happens with the Penguin, but just the guy who like that they built in a story about a mechanic and then seeing it in black and white when it's all shiny and brand new. Yeah. He's like, it was the project of a lifetime. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God. And then he has his like daughter as a mechanic, which is cool. They were always doing like cool things with, you know, putting girls in like guys jobs and stuff. Like she was a female mechanic, but it was normal. It was, I don't know. The whole thing was great. Yeah, oh, and I heard that Matt Reeves, that's going to be the villain in, in the new Batman movie. There's going to be a mechanic part? No, it's going to be the Penguin. Oh. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna play, he's going to be one of the villains in the new Batman movie, whenever Matt Reeves continues to do what he does and writes it. Excellent. I mean, I have full faith in maybe not full at this point because it's a dc movie but (laughs) (laughs) i know i have faith in matt reeves yeah well those apes movies kick ass dude oh yeah of course i I mean most definitely uh the thing is he changed the title so it's not gonna be called the batman oh what's it gonna be called we have no idea okay (laughs) we just don't (laughs) yeah yeah you never you never know i mean I, you know, I, I never truly had faith in Zack Snyder, I'm not going to lie. No, no, I did not either. I didn't like Watchmen. Um, 
I thought it was too long and drawn out. I knew why they were going with him. He was, you know, at Warner's already, and, like, he had already done a comic book movie, and I was like, visually, he's incredible. I, I, I always say I would want him to work on a Batman movie visually. Yeah, but, but not directly. No. Like, it's because of him that we got, like, that awesome Affleck suit and, like, the look of Batman and Affleck. Batfleck was awesome, but it was just nothing about the character. Just I, I, I wouldn't give him story, and I think Matt Reeves can fill that in. Well, I always said, even with, I mean, Batfleck was, was, was brilliant. Yeah. The thing is, if you look at it, it's all about the writing, the script. Yeah. He was, that role, it was just written wrong for him. It was, there's no script. Right. That's the problem. <laughs> no, if there's no script for Justice League, then that's why the movie bombed. That too, that one too is no script. It did. So I mean that's there's I mean it, but nowadays now the directors have so much uh, I guess uh, pull into what goes and what stays. Mm-hmm. There's really no way for them to go. Well, I don't want this in there. Will take it out and and the and they can because they're the director. I know back in the day all you did was direct it. You didn't. Even, even mess with the, the script. Is Matt Reeves a writer? Oh, okay. He has a deadline to go. This has to be done by, hmm, I think the end of the month, actually. But, I mean, that's still, that's a writer-director versus a not-writer-director. I tell you what. Like, we're getting a writer-director. Well, you know what? My preference is you throw Scott Snyder in there. You let him write it. I think Scott Snyder is a phenomenal writer. Yeah, right? Why not just... <laughs> right? I, look, I met Scott Snyder at a comic con. Nice. He's back, and he's brilliant. The guy knows his stuff. Yeah. You let him, you let him write it. <laughs> yeah? So, that's just me, though. <laughs> but I guess uh, back to collectibles. Um, I, I see your Batman missions. I love that line, right? Yeah. It's a great line. Yeah. For those unfamiliar, it's one of the newer action figure lines from uh, from Mattel, who was pretty weak there for a bit, I gotta say, but now they're strong back. I tell you what, that was my first really smaller figure besides getting the one from Comic-Con, you know, by Jim Lee, is the blue edition, that I ever gotten, because I just thought it was a nice looking figure, I have it on my wall, and I, it looks good. Yeah. Do I pass on stuff a lot? Absolutely. I pass on figures all the time. Yeah. Uh, I did pick up Mego. I, I thought, you know, I got all three of them, Batgirl, Superman, and Batman. I thought they were phenomenal, phenomenal figures, and I picked them all up because I, I just wanted that, you know, that look to them. I like, I like the look. Yeah, it's a great, uh, it's a great line. I, I, I'm glad Mattel is, is back. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean it's of course they've they're gonna lose their license to a company called uh spin master um in 2020 oh yeah i heard about this yeah so they're gonna lose a lot of their stuff they're gonna lose a lot of of their their way to create action figures in the superhero genre so you'll see those basically go away unless you're gonna, be, gonna collect something like a, a NECA or a, or or amigo so those are gonna go away well at least Mattel's going out with a bang yeah yeah <laughs> most definitely <laughs> most definitely 
Batman missions to look good as we die. Yeah, that's right. That's a shame. Well, not as they die, just as they pass off the bat. Well, you know, being a Batman fan for 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 many many years, because you know, it's just one of those things that I grew up with. It's, it's you know, I've collected comic books literally for years. Uh, ever since I've sold my my collection of about ten thousand comics, I literally ten thousand. Yeah, I, I sold it to a comic store in Little Rock. I uh, just got out the hobby, you know. So <laughs> I basically had every Batman comic book from the first series volume, except about maybe the first what two hundred issues. So I had every issue, even the good lord, even the Canadian variants. Yeah, do I kick myself for for selling it? Absolutely. I probably, I probably should have sold everybody, everything else but that. <laughs> so um, I'm, you know, I, I'm just. As much as I like Bruce as Batman, I just, I, you know, even looking at his all the scars that I collect and so forth, I'm ready for him basically just to, just to move on or just to, you know, move the mantle to someone to someone else. Do you mean Batman Beyond by any chance? No, <laughs> not him yet. Give it, a, give, it 20, give it twenty years. But I, I'm, you know, I'm ready for him to, to, I'm ready for basically him to give the baton like he did twice to, to Dick Grayson. I, I'm just. Oh, you mean in the comics? Yeah, in the comics. Oh, okay. Every, every time they reboot DC, Bruce becomes five years younger every time. Hmm. Yeah. But that's just me, you know. It is interesting to think about, though. At this point, you kind of can pull off not having Bruce Wayne as Batman. You you really can because you, because he's gone through so many Robins. You know, he's gone through uh, the Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, Stephanie Brown. He's gone, he's gone through all those characters, but yet he's, he's still the big bad bat, okay? Mm. You can have him leave. It, right. I know it was off topic, but but I just thought not really. I mean, but out just throw it out there because again, as as much as as I collect his cars, and Walmart has a bad thing about about selling the same types of cars, Mattel. I guess I would call it Mattel, over and over and over again. Do you know that uh, the Corgi line has some of the best looking cars in Batman's history? And not one of them has been made by Mattel through Hot Wheels. Wow, not one. Huh? That's why if you look at if you look on my page and you see all the ones I have on my wall of the the corgi blue and yellow boxes, you will go. This car I've only seen in comics, and that's it. Hmm. See, Mattel only wants to use the, the, your basic four. Your dumb, your dumb bat, um, the B versus S, uh, Batman Live, um, the one from '89, and and the dumb tumbler. That's it. <laughs> the dumb tumbler. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, very true. Yeah. So, you know, as a collector, as myself, and I've talked to other collectors before on Instagram and stuff, and I post pictures and go, "This is cool," but I wish that they had. A different car. I get you. 
I just posted a I just posted a new one online just like yesterday or the other day. It's a the one from '66 Batmobile, and it's a gray with um, ghost flames and a red windshield. That already got 200 plus likes on it, and I just posted it. Damn. Only because it, it's a color variant. Hmm. Yeah. Just the. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know um, what I did was I did a, a live posting of my of my loose collection because I have a loose collection as well plus a you know box seal collection. I put that on on, on Instagram. Almost nine hundred views. Oh my god! From my loose collection on the wall of different cars throughout the years. Huh. Yeah. People are like, "Wow!" I said, "Yeah, only only a few of those are um, have been customs because I know some buddies that online that do customs for me as well." Oh, oh nice! What, what kind, kind of customs, customs have you gotten done? done? Um, I've got uh, repaints um, with real riders, which is the rubber tires. Uh, I've got uh, headlights put in one of my one of my uh, Ertles as well. Um, just some good stuff. I mean, just uh, new tires, new rims. The whole, the whole deal. Ah. Yeah. I, I just, just I can't, can't stop scrolling, scrolling through this profile. It's incredible. Right. I mean, if you, it's funny because if you just really look at it, I mean, it really is, not to be gloating, it really is a great collection of different types of Batmobiles. One guy said, I'm going to use you as, uh, as my guide. And, of course, true story here, I started my <clears throat> book, on about Batmobiles, I had actually pinned a did a first first script. A first nice, script. really yeah. a writer. Yeah, so really, I wanted to basically uh, create basically a checklist of just the Hot Wheels in the Mattel line from years two thousand and four with the first one that just came out through current years, because as you know, we didn't get the Adam West card until until oh seven. With Mattel, actually, is that right? Yeah, because Mattel didn't have the rights before '07. Hence, why you see that car has only been been around in um, Mattel for only what 12, 12 years. So, in a slight wind down phase, what would you say is your highlight of Batman Forever diecast on Instagram? Your uh, maybe, if not your Instagram, your collection, because your Instagram represents and documents your collection, and it's a, as we said, literally everything that's ever, <laughs> that's nuts. Every Batmobile by Hot Wheels. Um, highlights or things that we should look out for on your Instagram? Well, you know, uh, it, it's, so, it's so hard because I have a lot of different pieces that are just, to me, worth more than you'll ever know. Like they're they're not just worth monetary. Yeah, they're worth a lot uh, to purchase or on the black market, but they're worth so much to me because each one, each piece, I can tell you why why it is, what kind of piece it is, where I got it, why why to me it it's the the rarity of it. So I, I think that if you look at any one of my pieces, especially the ones that are basically in my glass case that I 
really just look at every day while working in my office. Uh, I, I just feel I, I feel proud that I can actually do this. And this is uh, this is a thing that I've been doing for a while. Um, you know, I, I tend to know my Batmobiles. I know this business has been a, a collector for m- many, many years. Uh, so uh, I have a numerous di- a lot of different pieces to me. I mean, it just, I, could, I really could not even pick one. I mean, really, I couldn't. It wouldn't be even fair. That's beautiful. I mean, uh, you can see that in the uh, <laughs> one video that it's not too far down on his profile. Um, and it goes through just so many of the pieces on your wall. And I could see it, if you have that many of them. And what's unique about the cars, too, just by virtue of the size of them, like a lot of people collect bigger, even a six inch Batman figure takes up so much more space than the car. Yeah. So it's pretty cool that you have a collection of something that's vast, but you're not killing yourself space-wise too much, it seems. Well, you got to understand also, I have a closet that's basically, it's geared just for that. I mean, I have, you know, if they're not displayed on on my office wall, which, you know, I've had had to just kind of redo it. (laughs) Yeah, they're just, they're actually neatly tucked away in, plastic tubs and of course i displayed my pieces that i like the best yeah so i mean i have duplicates you know typically when i find a new piece from from mattel a hot wheels i'll buy three or four i'll open one display it put it in my open loose case and put the rest uh away it's just it's just it's just what what i do you know i've been doing it for so long yeah, that's so cool that you've been doing it for so long. Like you said, you have uh, – it's an extra point of pride that you're just so familiar and you know a thing. You can't compete with years of experience with a thing. Yeah. And, you know, people think that – I mean, it's funny because they'll ask me, hey, what is where did this piece come from? Or is there a no, – and I just know it. I just know it from just experience of knowing the piece, knowing how many they made – knowing what year because people think that oh i had this car but mattel always does slight variations so you may have the same body style but it's different wheels or a different color Mm. i even collect different um card art because it's it's a variation Hmm. yeah wow (laughs) <laughs> I love card art. That's so cool. Yeah, right? So, I mean, they'll go, this is a different one. I never thought of doing that. Like, people do that with comics and variants. I, that's such a good idea. Yeah, I mean, different. It's, it's like when you go and see two cars. Well, why is... I, I remember one year, um, the same car, same year, but guess what? One card art had the Batman logo and the other one didn't. Well, to me, that's still a variation. I have both of those so dope i even collect international cards versus usa cards you know a lot of a lot of where i live the stores here the grocery stores they sell international hot wheels because they get their hot wheels from canada oh cool so it's a it's a different card on the back and different card up top on the hanger piece than a than a u.s card 
So I'll buy both of them. You make sure to get both. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So do those account for a lot of the duplicates you talk about? Uh, only a fraction. No, my dubs are like I bought three or four of the same one just because I'm just nuts that way. You know, my favorite, my favorite body style car is Keaton's car. So I'll buy every literally every year. I'll buy uh, five of those, and then if they have a, a Walmart set of six, I'll typically buy three or four sets of six. <laughs> <laughs> it is a perfect car. Yeah. <laughs> One of the one of the best, <laughs> and they made it in uh, what was it nine weeks? They made that, yeah. That was that, that was an Aston first model, so they yeah in nine weeks, so yeah. And that one product, uh, Bill Bill Evans, I think, is the guy who built the Batmobile with his team out in London. Oh wow! And uh, good God. Like they were like, we don't know how we completed it in in such a short time, but it turned out to be quite desirable. <laughs> like just these softly spoken, you'd expect some like badass, like nerdy bat fan. This is just some like old British dude. It's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even a minor tweak for Batman Returns was it was a minor one. You see, it, the car the cars look different if you look at them if you compare them. Um, there was a minor uh, hood tweak um, and, and the cockpit tweak as well. So, just like his suit, you know. Oh, God. The design in those movies is gorgeous. Yeah, most definitely. That's the one thing you got to give it up for those movies. Say what you will. Uh, we talked about <laughs> needing a script for a movie. Uh those movies may not have been super strong script wise, but damn it, design wise and production wise and music wise couldn't, couldn't. And the Batmobile to wrap it all up, uh, is as we just said, I, I consider it a perfect car. The, that is my favorite live action car for sure to date is the 1989 Batmobile. And then I, but I do have to say my favorite Batmobile, not, and I, I try to be objective about it, but I really don't think it's just because the animated series is my favorite iteration of Batman, but it's also my favorite Batmobile. You know what? That's my number two. That That's a good point because. Is it really your number two? Oh my goodness. I have more of those cars. If you look on, on my page, I just posted um, the 143rd scale of the animated series. Nice. That right there was the epitome of... Oh, yeah, I see it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's the um, the Jada diecast. That's right. I mean, that was one of the best animated series they ever made besides besides X-Men animated series. But, you know, that that's, you know, back and forth. But still, <laughs> one of the greatest cartoons they ever produced. Absolutely. If not the greatest. I'll, I'll go with the greatest. But, yeah, we can debate... <laughs> um uh so good having you on man oh i appreciate it man i appreciate it a lot we got to do this uh you know obviously with some technical stuff and we i, I did want to talk to you first so we took up some time doing that but yeah we'll really sit down uh do like a full hour and you're welcome back 
anytime if you want to like you know if you have any ideas you just want to like co-host an episode go for it awesome i mean just let me know because i'm not gonna tell all of my you know all of, of my followers that you know i typically i typically add uh stuff every week just to kind of get the page of interest as you can see i have a lot of followers yeah but you know it, it's because you know there's interest they want to see what either they don't have or what they're gonna get so so uh, throughout the years i've made friends with people that work in stores that they go hey tim this is brand new let's you know it just it just opened or it just came on the floor so i'm i'm there kick ass yeah feel free to uh use this as a platform to uh to yeah report your stuff or or i should say update your stuff yeah yeah so i mean again i'm I'm looking at you know drafting my first book uh yeah that book is exciting yeah about this so there's there's some big things coming coming along so i'm I'm, you know i'm excited about that and just seeing you know where what where this takes me Uh, i mean i'm literally one of the largest if not the largest batmobile collector um where i live um in Nashville, so you know that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I mean, there's nothing that I don't, nothing that I just don't have. So you're up there. Yeah, <laughs> you're the right guy to have on the show. Yeah, <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, so I've been around for for a minute in this in this industry, so I, I pretty much know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know. So that's, yeah, we will, I definitely like to have people way smarter and more knowledgeable than me around me all the time. Well, that's, that's, that's what Trump does. So (laughs) (laughs) I prefer the Kennedy approach, but okay. I I know, right? (laughs) Well, go and edit that out. Kennedy did that. (laughs) (laughs) Not to get political. Yeah, right. Oh. Uh, but yes, yeah. I mean, any, uh, anyone successful, let's call it, does that. Yeah. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I also like just learning stuff all the time. So I, uh, I celebrate intelligence and knowledge and also, you know, intelligence and knowledge too go far, but only so far when you, when I see people like you who organize it, you, keep things you keep the passion going uh you know it is admirable and i uh yeah you're just again the kind of people i like having around so you're welcome back anytime awesome man i appreciate it man uh yeah so this has been dc collecticast welcome back y'all <laughs> and uh i guess yeah we don't really have a send-off we never did a send-off we got to develop a uh a send-off for people to say. But anyway, thank you again, Tim. Thank you, sir. All All right, right, later. later. Bye-bye.